Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. The San Jose Sharks have gone three and zero with Logan Couture returning to the lineup. Was this the medicine the Sharks needed? <laughs> we'll talk about all that and more after this. But first, if you'd like to be a part of the show and join the conversation, chat with us across all of the social media apps, that being the YouTube chat, the X Machine, Instagram, Facebook, Threads, Reddit, Discord, and all the shenanigans going down over on the TikToks. Check out all of that and more over at tealtownusa.com. And if you like supporting the podcast, check us out over at Venmo at tealtownusa. It always helps out the pod and... Well, you know exactly where it goes to. It goes to the Puck Guy Gets uh, Better Internet Fund. <laughs> well, I am happy to be joined by Mr. Ian Reid. Ian, how are you doing this evening? Uh, I'm I'm good. Um, when the shark's too good, it's good. I mean, I usually save that for the end of the show, but I'm just going to say it right off the hop here. Um, the chat seems in, like, in, a, in a good mood tonight. I was surprised. I thought... I mean, it's probably coming, but I thought we were going to see a lot more. Oh, my God, the tank. What are we doing? What are we doing? It'll come. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, we have been talking about this ad nauseum about, hey, let's just have some good losses. Let's just have some, you know, positive things to talk about. Really, with the with the return of Logan Couture, I mean, it seems like the team has definitely gotten that. Um, it's almost like the, the coach firing dead cat bounce, but you know that that initial that initial uh, shot of uh, of uh, adrenaline or whatever, what have you, into the veins. Um, and you know, Logan has been you know has been a real pleasant surprise to see him on the ice. I mean, I really hasn't haven't expected much from him, and you can definitely see the, the sheltering his minutes and easing him in, but. Again, I, I I feel like having him back just on the ice at any function at all is does does a lot for the team. It it stretches the lineup out. It does a lot of things with your center depth. And Ian, I mean, quite frankly, it's the the heart and soul of the team. Yeah, I mean, this is something that I said many times during the season when Gatour was out. It, like the 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 thing with the Sharks was that you just had to really shut down hurdles line. That was it. That was your one job defending the San Jose sharks Just shut down hurdle. It was fine right now. Couture coming back into the lineup does give you an option to kind of spread your, your firepower a little bit, not to say that other guys couldn't score without Couture there, but I think Couture being back, you can kind of spread out some of your offensive weapons um, and not just kind of load them up on the hurdle line. And that gives coaches a few looks that they have to deal with instead of just one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it, it's been good, right? I think Couture, I was worried that Couture was going to score in the overtime there because, you know, I, I, I think that Couture being back, and I said this on last night's show too, uh, if you haven't watched that, you should go check it out. Um, I said this last night's show too, like I feel like, as the season progresses, like I, 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 th- I give Couture a lot of credit for how he's come back and how he's looked so far, but I kind of want to see what happens when the games start adding up, right? Because I think it's it's easy to come back with a 
with a fistful of energy, but it's hard to get into mid-season form when you haven't played for the whole season. So I, I'm curious to see if there's any like a little bit of drop off as, you know, as the initial adrenaline wears off and then you're kind of getting into the grind of the of the season. I, I'm curious to see how Couture um, adds to that. But I mean, so far, so good. Right. It, I think it's it's definitely been a nice shot in the arm for the team. Um, and yeah, I mean, like I said, when the Sharks do get, it's good. <laughs> well, I mean, Ian, I mean, let's, let's just quickly talk about that before we, you know, dive into the, the game overall as, 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 as itself, he could be coming back at kind of a good time to mitigate what you're saying. And the reason why I'm saying that is because <laughs> you've got the all-star break slash mini bye week kind of coming up, right? You yep. get him into these sets of games right now before all of that happens, kind of get his feet wet, get him, you know, kind of ripping and ready to go. And then, you, you know, everybody kind of gets a built-in reset with the break, Um, uh, And then you've got a little bit of time where you've got to start back up again. You know, a couple first couple of games are kind of rusty and it's all we we always see it. So maybe in a roundabout way, by having to go through that part of the grind, you can kind of mitigate that after, I don't know, five to seven game drop off that we see in players that return from from long absences. And, 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 you know, maybe maybe that's wishful thinking on my end. But, you know, I, I think the schedule kind of for, you know, it, it bodes well for him kind of integrating back into the lineup a little bit easier than, oh, hey, kid, we're going to, you know, make you go skate, you know, 20 games in a row before you're going to get a, you know, a decent sized break. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it could be. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, the Sharks have a lot of banged up bodies right now. Um, I think tonight was kind of a, like the last couple of games have kind of been a good example um, of why the Barracuda are where they are, um, you know, because obviously, look at if there's injuries on the Sharks, that means guys are getting called up. And well, you know, we talked about this another show that you could catch up on if you haven't watched it already. But, um, you know, it, it's one of those things where you have to at least acknowledge that the, the Barracuda are definitely missing some pieces, right? Not only is there injuries on the Barracuda squad that see guys like Thomas Bortolo, but they could really use a guy like a Ryan Carpenter or a Justin Bailey um, on that team right now. I, I'm not saying that the, those guys being down there the whole time would have made this team like a Calder Cup contender, but I think things wouldn't be as dire down there if it wasn't for like the, the sharks completely pillaging their forward group combined with obviously the injuries that the Barracuda have dealt with on their own, you know, missing Tristan Robbins half the year. Now they're now they're without Thomas Bartolo. It seems like every time they get a weapon back, they lose another one. So it'll be interesting to see if like, you know, some of these injuries, have been going on for a while but it'll be interesting to see if if they can get a break in you know how many of those guys may might be able to sneak back into the lineup yeah no i i i I think it's you know it's always interesting to see the way in which the lineups get shuffled when you've got people returning from you know long injury stints or or people going on to the ir because you know right you, you know we just this particular team has just got a lot of injuries it seems like for for the for the team and uh, you know maybe it's due- the most in the league i think they've lost the most game the like main games to injury by i think by a pretty significant margin yeah and, and so it it makes you wonder well you know they got a bunch of young kids and they 
I got a bunch of veterans, right? So, you know, it's probably a lot of young kids getting in the NHL, not really knowing how to how to play to conserve themselves, getting hurt. And then you got a bunch of old guys, you know, who are, you know, stretching it out a little bit and, you know, you get hurt. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that being said, we'll get into the uh, end of the game. And I mean, the game itself um, and we'll just start off in that in that first period not really much doing for the Sharks. I mean, Adam Fox ends up getting a goal, um, his eighth of the year, and that comes in at 7.55 in the first period. Uh, Jerry F., thank you so much. My son and I celebrated the awesome Sharks win. After all the adversity this year, it feels so great. Thanks for all the great coverage as usual. Thank you so much, Jerry, for the super chat. And yes, thank you. We always appreciate it, buddy. Um, so yeah, quickly, I mean, Adam Fox, uh, Lafreniere and, and Trocek getting the assist garbage goal, you know, honestly, yep. yeah, and, and the Sharks not really doing a great job clearing out the puck in front, front of the net. Um, you know, we've seen the Sharks give up this, this kind of goal a lot. Um, but I also feel that after that goal, they tightened up pretty good on defense and felt, you know, for the most part, for the rest of the period that, New York was pretty contained in and and I think overall tonight I I really didn't have too much of a problem with the defensive game sans that that one goal that they had in the first where it was just kind of lazy effort in the defensive zone but yeah. I mean, what'd you see on it and you know kind of what'd you see from the defense that was working tonight yeah I mean the, I, that goal was a bad goal you know I think you you hit it right on the head it's it's an indicative goal we've seen a lot of these kind of goals go in I don't think there was much Mackenzie Blackwood could have done in that situation um yeah just I mean it wasn't a good you know I thought the Rangers came out pretty pretty hard like I was you know I kind of thought okay like this Rangers team has been kind of fascinating because, again, like the the Sharks have seemed to keep catching teams at the perfect time. I think they caught the L.A. Kings at a perfect time yesterday. I think ditto for this Rangers team. This Rangers team has been pretty middling over their last 10. Um, I think that Igor Shosturkin has been pretty human this year. Um, if I'm like, I know that they're first in their division. I, I know they're a good team, but I... I do have questions about this team when when the playoffs start. I, I think there's issues with this team's construction. There's some really weird ebbs and flows that I'm seeing with the, the with the Rangers that you know we haven't really seen in in teams before. You know, it seems like they let teams hang around a little bit more. Um, it 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 seems like there's just a little less dynamite in Panarin. I mean, Panarin's going to have a great year this year, but maybe a little two-dimensional in in the way in which they're playing at times i feel like sometimes they can kind of get you know caught up in in you know what they're doing in their own zone and and then kind of bring it through the neutral zone it kind of breaks down a little bit and so i think that and then i also think that they have a little bit of of hubris that kind of besets in at times because i mean and, and we'll go into the second period and and you know, the, the blue shirts would end up scoring a minute and 38 in, like I said, Artemi Panarin, 29th goal of the year. I mean, he's going to clear a hundred points this year. He's going to, he's, he's a stud, but again, it's, I wonder if the team around him becomes, okay, let's just feed Panarin to the puck. And it becomes again, very, very two dimensional type game where they don't stretch out the ice as much. And I mean, Ian would that, that particular goal in the second, I mean, you know, you couldn't do anything on that one's Panarin and mm. Fox and Miller and 
you know, you go from there. It's pretty pretty play, and you know they end up going two nothing. But besides that, didn't really look all that dangerous. You know what I mean? It's, it's no, weird. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, I you know I thought that this Rangers team should have been you know I think this this Rangers team I think they're big issue to me at least from the rangers games which i watch which i'm i'm not gonna pretend like i'm a huge carnoisseur of ranger games right <laughs> like i'm not watching but like the the ones where i've watched on and off uh where i've watched the rangers play i think a lot of their success like they rely on their goaltending a lot more than they probably should like they i don't think they're the tightest team defensively i think they've got a lot of weapons right i I don't think there's any doubt there they've they've got a lot of firepower and they've got a lot of firepower from the blue line too like i love adam fox i think keandre miller has been such a great find for them um i know a lot of people are like they wish that the sharks went that way instead of mercury i don't know if the sharks develop keandre miller the way that like for all this shit that the rangers get about not developing guys they develop defensemen pretty good at least on the offensive side of the puck um and again yeah i mean like we always talk about it's not only the prospect but it's the prospect in the particular pipeline yeah yeah and i just i don't i would not like i think keandre miller because is it's a this guy that gets brought up a lot and i think the thing with miller he was such a raw talent coming into the draft he reminded kind of me of taylor doherty i mean right i mean just like kind of freak size you know yeah some good attributes and you're thinking okay maybe this is going to be a a player in which we could uh, maybe and has a lot more offensive acumen than a Taylor Doherty of course but you know what I mean it's yeah yeah. that the scouts get kind of glazed over by the physical attributes or they get you know glazed over by one yeah because he's he's a physical specimen don't get me wrong I just think like there's a lot of there's a lot of tools in his tool belt that needed a lot of refining and I just I wouldn't have trusted the Sharks development to to do it um, not that Ryan Merkley turned out any better, obviously, like I think kind of similar, um, you know, it, it, it didn't work out, but I, so I understand why Sharks fans would be like, oh man, Keandre Miller was right there. I get it. But I just, I did, I don't have faith that it would have turned out any better, uh, than Merkley for the Sharks. Yeah. Um, but back on the game since <laughs> I keep derailing this. Uh, yeah, I mean, look at, um, I thought the Rangers were going, but I don't think they just. Yeah, they just let the sharks hang around, didn't they? Yeah, it, it, exactly. And and it's it's kind of again, I think the killer instinct. I, I, I <laughs> you know, Ian, this is going to sound hilarious because we've been talking about about uh, hockey for a long time together. But that looked like an Elaine Vigneault coach team. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, just the hallmarks that he always has in his teams, whether it's, you know, lackadaisical defense. It com- you're always stunned by the offense. And, you, you know, questions in, in goaltending. And it just it yeah. haunts him wherever he goes. <laughs> how, I don't know how Merkley's doing in China. I, I hope you learn Chinese. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Kowloon, right? Isn't that what he's playing? Yep. The Red yep. Star? Yeah, Kowloon yep. Red Star. Uh, SG. Hope you learn Chinese, buddy. <laughs> SG, thanks for being in the chat. Appreciate it, bud. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, a quick, you know, again, like you said, Sharks did a pretty good job um, it, w- with the defense in the second period after the goal. Um, and, and then I would say in the third period, really kind of swung the momentum. Uh, you know, it looked like they it, 
looked like they got better through three periods and and it's interesting because they played the night before so i don't know maybe they yeah no you know what that's a that's an that's an amazing point that i wouldn't have even like like i knew it true because i was here also last night and i feel like i'm doing better on my second half of back-to-backs but um yeah, no, I think I, I you know what? That's a really good point that I'm glad you brought that up because I think I would have completely discounted it. The fact that this team got better as the game went on. And I think like if you're if you're a Rangers fan, I can't imagine you being happy with uh, this game because, you know, I mean, obviously you, you take the, a team like the Sharks on um, yeah, second hand back to back. These when you're a team like the Rangers, these are games that you should win. It, it, it was I, a winnable game. I mean, the Sharks are on a second of the back to back. And look at where they are in the standings. I mean, there's not a lot that scares you on the team. And this is what I'm talking about, where they play with their food. So, I, I you know, good on the boys. I mean, I, again, we wanted to see some some pushback and, and wanted to see a little bit of a spine stiffening with the team. And through this three-game win streak, um, that we, we've seen that. Now, when it starts to go bad again, because you know it's going to go bad again, that unfortunately the team is just not where where it needs to be to compete um then i just want to again see good defensive efforts and and keeping you know keeping teams within two to three goals um again making sure that they don't leave their goaltender hung out to dry and 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 again focus on their own system um you know and, and and when they do that as evident in the third period um, you know, Nico Sturm getting an unassisted goal and uh, and, you know, really kind of kickstarting the team, you know, to get get some more offense towards the net. And and then we started seeing these pucks coming in from from the blue line and you started to see the D activate a little bit more and ended up getting a, the, the second goal at 427. Ryan Carpenter getting a nice little tip in from Jan Ruda and, and Philip Zadina and again, Ian, like 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 we had kind of just talked about very, very interesting result that they got better as the game went on. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was just, uh, it was, it was a really good effort by the sharks. I mean, I can't stress that enough. Um, they didn't really do anything. Like they never, they never, they didn't really let up on, on their play. I thought they played a pretty consistent game. I think, when you look at some of the guys that, you know, obviously guys have to come in. Kaelin Addison's playing tonight because Mario Ferraro goes down. Mario Ferraro, uh, say what you will about him, but, like, he does eat a ton of minutes. Um, so I think that's interesting for a team to have to kind of deal with. But, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I just, I give the Sharks a lot of credit because I think they did. Uh, they, you know, they, they played their game and they, they didn't really let their foot off the gas. Um, and they got better as the game went on, which... On the second night of back-to-backs against one of the best teams in the league, I mean, you have to be pretty happy with that. If you're, um, if you're David Quinn, I think it, I think you you should be happy with that too. If if you're a Sharks fan, because look at, um, again, like we we I know it's three wins in a row now, and it's funny how quick this changes, right? But like last week, I mean, remember last week? That wasn't fun. I. I don't know, man. Like, would would I would I prefer games like this where you know they end up dropping it uh, in, at the end of the game or in, in overtime? I think yeah, that would probably be better for the the thing, but for the tank. But again, like you know, 
you gotta put butts and seats. You gotta put yeah, butts you gotta put seats. butts and seats. You want to, you know, I want people to come on here and and watch the watch what we do after the game because they're still invested in what the sharks are doing. Exactly. Um, exactly. And, and you gotta you gotta have a little bit of a guidepost to where you're going, right? I mean, it can't always be doom and gloom. You you gotta be yeah. able to have film to say, guys, this is what you do. This is how you go out and you attack in an overtime. This is this is how a Tomas Hurdle, you know, he set up you know his overtime winner you know a minute and 29 in his 15th of the year and and ruda and 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 barabanov doing tic-tac-toe right at the goal line you can point to that and go guys you know when we when we focus and we pull the rope in one effort you know this is the kind of stuff we can do so yeah I, I totally feel you. I, I am totally on, you know, me needing to be on Team Tank, and, and that is what's going to be most beneficial for the organization. But, 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 but it is still a lottery. Finishing dead last doesn't guarantee anything. Right. However, I'd rather set us up in a position to get that pick. Sure. And you know, keep the games close and have some good fundamentals and have some tape in which you can go. Guys, next year it's not going to be so doom and gloom. We get a first overall pick. You add, you add a, a player of of the caliber of that. You inject a little bit more. You get a little bit more savvy in the free agency in the off season. Dump a little bit more. You know, make this thing a lean mean machine. And then next year you start to make little strides. Um, and and, and again you point to those hard times you point to those solid victories you point to those those executed plays that are done well and that's yeah. how you build forward yeah 100 percent. like i i think you know i i i think you know and the other things for those people that i think are concerned about the tank i think this is the only game of the last three that i actually thought the sharks actually deserved to win so i i think there's that too because yeah. I don't think they played a particularly great game against the Ducks. I don't think they played a particularly great game against the Kings, right? And they just they wanted a shootout. I think that this game was the only one where I really thought, okay, yeah, like like they won and they probably deserve to win this game. I, uh, the the losses are going to come back. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not worried about the losses. They're coming. Oh yeah. But when you go, you know, when you go through a stretch of whatever games it was, 10, 13, 11 games of of nothing and then you know and you get one win and then you lose a couple more like yeah it's not I, you know i i i've said this a lot this year like you have to enjoy these wins because it's they're gonna come within a, a heap of losses and you know as, as good as they played tonight the losses are coming back oh yeah oh yeah i mean let's let's not let's not delude ourselves right i mean it, it's it's a matter of time maybe before. maybe not next game i mean they're playing the sabers next game but <laughs> oh my god we talk about the sabers i mean you, you just you talk about a, a, an organization that is just i mean I, I i have no idea what to do with this thing ian i mean uh, yeah. what, what do you do what do you do you know, it's so I mean, they could they could rack up some points. I mean, Seattle's an interesting team this year, um, but then it's Anaheim again. Like the, the schedule does get a little bit soft uh, as the as it goes down. We And we've talked about this, too, where the schedule does get a, a little bit softer. But I still I mean, I look at some of these teams and I still see some 
some pain coming up because oh. um, there's there's going to be teams that are you know yes there's going to be the other teams that the Sharks are going to have to play that they're kind of racing to the bottom with but there's going to be teams and you know that they're going to that are going to roll into town and they're going to go visit where they're fighting for their playoff lives in some cases yeah oh and I mean we 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 also I think kind of a little understated I mean we, we talked about Couture returning but I think mm-hmm. uh Sturm you know Nico Sturm returning um and, and again just putting the pieces at least the centers where they need to be um but yeah you know I, 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 again it's it's kind of what you sort of envisioned but you know again I'm under no delusions I mean the the the, the team is where it is because of the void of talent getting the players back off of injured reserve is great and, mm-hmm. and seeing them, um, you know, be able to skate. Yeah. I just, I can't do. like, I mean, and look at, and again, it's been really good. Right. But it's like, but Logan Couture is not going to single handedly break the tank. Yeah, exactly. I just, exactly. And then I think I had also think I, that I'm hoping that that's not a take that that's going to age like milk, but I mean, cause tonight I thought it was going to, he's going to score the overtime goal. I'm like, man, that's the worst take I've ever had. I don't think he's going to single-handedly bust this thing up. No. And, and I, and I also think that Greer will probably start moving pieces before that would happen anyway. Oh yeah. Trade deadlines coming. I mean, this team isn't mine, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and, and again, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to be curious as to what they can do as far as getting rid of pieces or, or, or at least trying to recoup some assets for some expiring pieces. Um, try to get some some takers on some big ticket items. I again, who knows yeah. what what what's going to happen? Um, because all it takes is one injury and a, a GM oh, getting a yep. wild hair. So yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Ian. Well, I mean, that kind of ends up the game tonight with with Tomas Hurdle getting the overtime winner, uh, and the Sharks prevailing three to two. Get to see the the, the team get the win. Uh, Blackwood get the win. You know, getting a nine thirty five. Um, lots of scouts were in the building tonight, so it seems like you know there might be some pieces on the move. Maybe maybe some interest with the team. But I mean, where do you see the team kind of going going into the All Star break, and and what do you kind of see on the horizon? I mean, I see like it's they've got a really interesting schedule coming up because there's definitely going to be some opportunities to pick up points. Um, Buffalo and Sharks in the afternoon, generally not good. (laughs) So um, there is that uh, on their hand on Buffalo. Seattle's going to be an interesting team because Seattle's kind of been all over the place this year. Anaheim, you know, Anaheim's interesting because like that's a team that you're racing to the bottom with. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely going to be opportunities to pick up points coming forward here. So the trade deadline can't come soon enough. Um, but I don't know, man, like I, I still think that we've seen this team kind of, you know, have a little bit of a hot streak and then it's been sandwiched with a lot of pain. So we'll see what happens. (laughs) Molasses bump. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't think we've seen the last of the pain. That That is for sure. Well, in case you miss it and you want to check us out again, be sure to check us out uh, on the YouTube by uh, liking, subscribing, and smashing that bell button. It tells you when we go live. Um, but if you know 
you know, <laughs> we go live after every game. Uh, and of course, you can check us out across all of the podcasting platforms, that being the Apple Podcast Store, the Google Play Store, uh, the YouTube Rewind, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and then, of course, we always have all of that and more up on tealtownusa.com. And uh, and again, I mean, a pleasure to be joined by Ian. Um, Ian, uh, what are your final thoughts and, and where the people can find you? Oh, sorry, Ian. Uh, let me, uh, well, I'll kind of, uh, <laughs> I'll kind of go over my final thoughts and where the people can find me. First, you can use my first name. That's E-R-I-K, last name L-A-N-D-I across all the social media garbage. And as far as my final thoughts go, um, again, I'm just, I'm just excited to see good efforts on the ice. I'm excited to see that the team um, is coming together around the players coming off of the IR. And uh, again, I just want to build those good foundations. <laughs> Maybe not take yourself too far out of the running for first overall. But um, but again, you know, give us something to cheer about every once in a great while, you know. Uh, Ian, where are what are your final thoughts and where the people can find you? Uh, final thoughts are the same thing I started to throw. When the Sharks do good, it's good. I know people get mad when when they win, but when the Sharks do good, it's good. Um, and you can find me uh, on Twitter at Ian Bloggs Hockey. Um, you can also, again, um, I've done a couple of shows recently, uh, so check those out um, and check out everything else we do because that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much, Ian, for hopping on with me. I really appreciate it and always talking puck with us. You can check him out across all of the Teal Town properties. You know, sometimes he makes a guest appearance on Pucknologist. You know, sometimes he does a Teal Town, uh, Teal Tinted Glasses, and we love Ian. <laughs> and then, of course, you can always check out Pucknologist on Sunday at 7 p.m. And you can always check us out after every single sharks game i know we do it after all 82 it's crazy folks and of course we always end it with a keep it real keep it teal and then keep it real teal and uh, thank you everybody and we'll catch you after the next game on buffalo on saturday have a great evening <laughs>